We're back with a fresh and new episode of the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. When you're here with us, it's important that you know that you can always expect content that lifts up the name of Jesus and the cross. These will be told through messages and conversations that are powerful, dynamic, and encouraging. A new resource that we want you to know about is our 24-7 helpline. No matter where you find yourself, if you just need someone to talk to, to pray with you, and to believe God for you in whatever that difficult season of life looks like, we want you to know that we're here for you. And if you know someone who maybe needs help because of addiction, you can give them the same number and we can help them begin their new life. That number is 888-520-0620. Once again, that's 888-520-0620. Today, we're jumping right into the Alumni Edition episodes from Spiritual Emphasis 2021. Coming up today, we've got our dear friend and TCSC alumni and pastor of Jesus Saves Church in Shafter, California, Pastor Steve Seymour. Listen in and be blessed today. You know, when the uh, prodigal son came home, the, uh, the, the father gave him three things that were very important, very key to a Christian walk. First, he gave him uh, the robe. And he said to him, he said, you know, put on my robe. And, and that really was his identity. The father said, the father said, get my robe. Put it on him. When you've seen him from a distance, you couldn't tell the difference between him and the father. All you could see is the father's robe coming your way. He gave us identity. Are y'all with me here? The next thing he said was, go get my ring. He said, put the ring on his finger. He said, because I want him to have the same authority I have. Are y'all with me here? He said, I want him to have the same authority that I have. And then he said, I want you to change him from a slave to a son. Because see, when you didn't have shoes, that meant you were a slave. But when you had shoes on your feet, that meant you were a son. So the father gave him three very important things there was, number one, the identity. Number two was sonship. Or number two was actually the authority. But number three was sonship. And I want to just talk to you just for a few minutes today and about the authority of God because as a pastor for 16 years I you know uh, uh, as as this pandemic the pandemic happened and you know and and and, and everything kind of went awry and and you know even before that though I I seen something in the body of Christ that really uh, just 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 really got under my skin just really just began to grieve my heart amen and it was the it was the fact that, that that people were walking in the identity. They were already slaves. They were no, no longer slaves, but they were sons. But they were failing to walk in their authority. Are y'all with me here? And, and as I begin to, to to see this, I begin to just pray and I say, God. How do we bring the authority back, God? How do we bring the authority back to your people, God? How do we, how do we tell people that, 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 that they still have the, that the same authority that the apostles had, that the disciples had when Peter looked at the man at the gate beautiful and he said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give to you in the name of Jesus, rise and walk. God, how do we walk in that authority once again? How do we get that back? 
It's all about restoration today. And so, as I was studying and I was reading, I got my timer on over there. I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. I got a timer today, Mike. But as I was reading the Bible, as I do sometimes, um, I begin to read the story of, of, of David and Goliath. And, and as I begin to read this story, I, I begin to see a few things there that I want to just call your attention to today. And if you have your Bibles and you want to turn over with me to uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17, uh, it's a great story, amen? Great story. But I just want to talk to you just for a few minutes today about these things. I, I, uh, because it's time we get our authority back. How many want their authority back? How many have cowered down to the enemy long enough? How many have said, you know, well, you know, we, we were supposed to count it all joy, my brother. And, you know, and, 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 you know, you pray these safe little prayers like now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. And, you know, uh, right. But it just seems like the enemy just taunts us and, and begins to just, just tower over us and, and it makes us feel like he's a giant and makes us feel like that we are cowering down to, 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 to everything that, that happens in our life. And all of a sudden, we feel like the vicissitudes or the, or, the, or the pressure of life begins to push us down and we no longer have our praise. Come on. The first lady of gospel music, Tremaine Hawkins, said... I never lost my hope. I never lost my joy. But most of all, I never lost my praise. See, because if you can hang on to your praise, if you can just hang on to a little thread of praise, if you can just hang on to a little bit of praise, come on, somebody. If you can just hang on to just a, a, a little piece of praise, come on. Even if it's amazing grace, even if it's, yes, Jesus loves me. I ain't no singer either. Pastor Alberto, I don't sing either, bro. What a word last night, Pastor. What a word. But you just got to hang on to some praise. So let me just, I, I, I'm not, I, I just got to, I got to read something to you real quick. Like 17.1. Let's go 17.1 here. It says, now the Philistines gathered their armies together to battle and were gathered at Soko, which belongs to Judah. Huda? Judah. Look at your neighbor and tell him, he's in our camp. The enemy's in our camp. The enemy is in our camp. Because see, what you have to understand, and most of you Teen Challenge graduates know this because you, of course, you're graduates and you're supposed to know this. That Judah means praise. And see, when the enemy gets into your praise, Amen. When he can rob you of your praise, all of a sudden he can put his thumb on you and begin to push you down. But as a minister of the gospel, as a pastor, I watched this this past year and this past few years as, as it, it is almost like God has accelerated the Matthew 24 message in the last days. Come on, somebody. In the last days. In the last days, not I will pour out my spirit, but in the last days you will see a great falling away. In the last days you'll see many hearts wax cold and all those things. And I begin to say, God, no! No! God said, well, you better start warning people. 
you better start telling them you can't take my praise. The devil's in our praise. So here's how it happened. And here's what I've seen in the spirit uh, this, this past year. Because here, here's how it went down. I've seen this, man, and it was just so plain to me. As it says, it says, of course, you know, Goliath, it talks all about him and how big he was and how mean and ugly he was, you know, and how tall he was and all those things. And, and they faced this giant. But all of a sudden, it says, then he stood and cried out with the, to the armies of Israel and said to them, why have you come out to line up in battle? Uh, are you all servants of Saul? Choose a man for yourself and let him come down if he is able to fight, right? He talks about this and he said, When Saul and all Israel heard these words of the Philistines, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. I watched as this year, this past year, I watched as, as men of God, soldiers, these are soldiers, y'all. These are soldiers that are afraid. These are soldiers that are arrayed in battle. Come on, somebody. I watched as men of God, men and women of God, who proclaim the truth, who proclaim the gospel. But every time the giant of COVID or every time the giant of, of something else would rise up, they would cower down and they would run the other direction. Come on, somebody. It's time we stand up. Amen. It's time that we stand up and get our praise back. Are y'all with me here? Amen. It's about restoration this morning. It's about restoring what was taken away i don't know about y'all but you know i was a you know i was an old school guy you know when somebody came and took my stuff i went and took theirs and all their stuff too i got my stuff back too though you know but that's just you know that's old school you know you take my stuff well, i'm gonna take your stuff and, and 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 my stuff too and if you got anything laying around i'll take that as well but here's what it says Here's what it says in verse 12. Now David. Y'all hear what I said? I don't think y'all heard me. I said now David. Now David. Now David. Now this little ruddy boy. Come on. Coming out of the coming out of the woodwork of the of the hills, amen. Watching the sheep. It says, now David. He comes and he says, who is this circumcised Philistine? Who is this guy that's defying? You notice something? I love this. I just noticed this uh, this past week as I was reading. I, I noticed this. It says, uh, uh, Goliath, don't get it. He says, are you not the servants of Saul? But David says, no, no, no. This is the army of Israel. This isn't the army of Saul. This is God's army. Amen. This isn't the army of some man. Come on, somebody. This is God's army. Amen. Are y'all with me here? This isn't the army of, uh, of some king or, or, or some president or, or some leader. Amen. This is God's army. Are we not God's army in this place today, folks? Are we not all children of God? Verse 24. This is where it just ate, ate me up because this is what I've seen spiritually in the body of Christ and, and people all over the, 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 the you know, when, when we shut down for COVID, man, I've seen people just dropping like flies, man. I mean, not, not, not physically, not, you know, not dying, but dying spiritually. 
dying because they had no food. They had nobody. They had no koinonia. They had no fellowship. They had no, no place to go and say, man, I, I need you, brother. Can you rub up against me a little bit? Can you can you do some iron sharpens iron up in here? Amen. But you had to sit in your on your couch and you did nothing other than eating popcorn and watch the pastor <laughs> preach online. Come on, somebody. Amen. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm seeing these people, families that had not been torn apart or are, are being stripped apart. But divorces are happening all in my in, in the in the body of Christ where we pastor. Amen. I've seen people finally we opened the side door of the church and the parking lot was full of people because they wanted the, the gifts of God. They were hungry for God. They said, we don't care if we don't get to come in, Pastor. We'll sit out here in the parking lot in 99 degrees and we'll listen to the we'll listen to the music. We'll listen to the preaching, Pastor, because we are hungry. We need God. We need the things of God. We need God. I said, I got some Davids in the church. says here, it says in verse 24, it's got me. It said, and all the men of Israel, when they saw the man fled from him and were dreadfully afraid. Here's a bunch of grown men. Come on, somebody. Well, brother, I've been in the ministry for 45 years. Glory to God. But I'm going to run every time somebody says Corona. <laughs> I, you know, I know it's real. My wife was in the hospital. She almost died. Amen. I know it's real. And I ain't bagging on, on, on that. But what I'm saying is we have a God that is bigger than that. Amen. And there's been this giant that has come up against the church. Amen. And it's still against the church. Amen. We got Coca-Cola now. Anybody drinking any Coca-Cola these days? That's going against the church. Going against everything the church believes in. Amen. And, and but and like, like Pastor Ron said last night, we have this duplicity. In the body of Christ. And no wonder people are looking at us and going, why would I want to be a believer? Because you act one way in the pulpit, then you act another way at home. Why would I want to be a churchgoer? Because y'all can't even get it right in your own life. Come on. Why would I want to be a churchgoer when you're all sitting there and every time the giant comes up, you run the other direction? What kind of Christ is that? What kind of God is that that you can serve? Come on. Come on, somebody. I warned you, man. Don't ever ask somebody to don't, don't preach with notes to come up and preach, bro. Ain't no telling what the Holy Ghost will say. Here's what happened. I gotta walk over here and see what come on, Kevin, man. Come on, follow me. Come on. Alright, we're all right. Because see. Here's, here's, here's what I saw. Here's walks in David. David walks in from, not from the battlefield. He's not, he's not geared up for battle. He's geared up with a staff and a sling and a bag. And that's all he's got. He, 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 he just has a little praise in him. Come on, somebody. Amen. They said, and Saul looked at him and said, you're not ready for war. He said, there's no way you can fight in the war. You need to put on my armor. He said, no, 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 sir. You don't understand. See, see, when I, 
When, when I was out in the field, there was a, a bear that, that came up and it tried to take one of my lambs and I went and I snatched that lamb from this mouth of the bear and I killed the bear. And, and, and you know what, Saul? You don't understand, but, but one time there was a lion and the lion tried to snatch one of my lambs and I went and took the lamb. Come on, somebody. Come on. Come on. This is a call for Teen Challenge alumni. How many of you are going to go snatch the lamb? How many of you are going to go snatch? I'm telling you, Pastor Ron brought it last night. How many, by your prophetic word, how many are you going to prophesy over somebody and snatch the lamb out of the bear's mouth? Snatch the lamb out of the lion's mouth. Come on, somebody. Amen. Not, not with a slingshot, not with a club, but with your words. Just begin to call them forth. Amen. Say, Lazarus! Come forth. He said, no, 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 you don't understand. He said, I, I, I was, I was in, a, I was in, in, in hiding one day and, and this lion came and this, this bear came and, and, and all these things and I, I began to fight. He said, and you guys, you, you may be geared up for battle, but, but, but understand this. I learned that he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Therefore, I will not fear the pestilence that come forth. Therefore, I will not fear the lions and the tigers and the bears. Oh, my. I will not fear, fear the things that are coming against me because I know my God is able to take care of business. Are there any Davids in the house today? So here he is. I want, to, I want to give you a footnote. Saul says, here, take my armor. You can't go to battle in someone else's armor. <laughs> Mama used to say like this. She said, and write that down in your day book, boy. <laughs> you can't fight in someone else's armor. The armor only fits you. You can't say, well, you know, that, I, I think, how much, oh, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. No, we're on time right now. We're doing good. Pastor Alberto, man, he killed it out there right on time. I was like, man, I want to do that. <laughs> but we got to go. But, but listen, y'all know this story. Y'all know the story. I just want to give you some highlights of the story here because what I love about this story is little David. He walks out there and he picks up five smooth stones. See, five is what? Grace. He says, I want to pick up grace. How many got grace today? All right, the rest of you, you just bow your heads with me and repeat after me. Father, I thank you for your grace. <laughs> because it was by grace you have been saved. Through faith. Amen. Come on, somebody. But he picked up five smooth stones and he walked out there. And the, and the Goliath looked at him and said, Rawr. Right? Who is this little boy? Who is this weak looking dude? Who is this person that you send out with me? And here's little David. He says, Listen, you come at me with sword and spear, <laughs> but I come at you in the name of the armies of Israel. You may come, you may have come to fear everybody, to, to make everybody else afraid, but you don't scare me, big boy. Amen. You may have come to make everybody else timid and, and run the other direction, but I'm not running today. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that when David began, when Goliath began to march toward him, David didn't stand.
stand there and go, what do I do now? David said, come on, big guy. I'm going to take you by the force right now. I'm going to get my sling. I'm going to get my rock. I'm going to... Come on. I'm going to tell you, go lie it down. It's King James. But here, I'm almost done. I got four minutes and 18 seconds. Baby, come to the piano. <laughs> hey, that's why every pastor needs a wife that's a worship leader. Come on, girl. Okay, come on. Piano. I, I love what Pastor Alberto did last night. Man, play something romantic, you know. I, you know, he, 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 got the, he got the Luther Vandross. I got the Barry White. Hey, baby. <laughs> But here's what I'm going to prophesy to you, to every single one of you today. That's why I wore this shirt. Pastor Ron last night talked about the spirit of prophecy. It's about time we begin to prophesy. Now you say, well, I'm not a prophet, Pastor. What are you talking about? Read the book of 1 Corinthians 14. All that prophecy is is simply this. It's exhortation. Amen. It's exhortation of, of, of the Word of God. Amen. It's telling somebody something in the Word of God that is going to encourage them. It's going to build them up. It's going to be an exhortation or, or something that, that encouraged their life. Amen. So I want to prophesy this over your life. Because I've seen this and this was so bold to me. <laughs> because here's little David. He fights the Philistine. He takes the sword. He cuts off the head of the head of the Philistine. But here's what I've seen. Everybody turn with me to uh, 1 Samuel 17, verse 52. I just want to read the first part of that verse. It says, Now the men of Israel and Judah arose and shouted. Did y'all hear what I said? New King James says, I know the NIV, the nearly inspired version, doesn't say this, but New King James says, says that, that, you know, it says that, that all of Israel rose. They arose. What does that tell you? What that tells me is that everybody, every warrior was sitting down. They were either sitting down or they were doing this. I got I to gotta use this. They were either doing that or they were doing this and watching the battle. How many of us have been seated watching the battle? How many of us have been seated way too long watching the battle? But the Bible says that the Israel and all of Judah arose when the giant was defeated. Can I just tell you, I wrote one thing down this morning. This was my, my sermon note. It's up there. Let me get it. I'll close up there. No, I got this. I got one more minute. I'm good. I'm doing all right. This is my one sermon note. It only took one David. Did y'all hear what I said? I think y'all might have missed that. It went, went right over your head in the heat. It only took one David. It only took one David. It only took one David. 
Come on. It only took one David. It only took one David for the rest of the army to rise up. It only took one David to go up there and say, you come at me with a sword and spear. I come at you in the name of the armies of Israel. I'm going to beat your body to the birds. It only took one little boy. But it caused the rest of the army of praise. The rest of the army of Israel. The rest of the army of God to stand up. Who's going to be a David in this place today? Who's going to be a David in this place today and say, you know what, I, I don't have a lot. I can't fight like I used to fight, and that's okay, because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for pulling down strongholds. I can't do much in the kingdom of God. Well, you can get on your knees and you can begin to intercede like the sister said up here. Amen. I can't do much. I'm not, I'm not that skilled. I'm not a great orator. I'm not a good talker. I'm not this or I'm not that. Well, what you can do is begin to prophesy. Begin to speak over somebody's life and tell them you're going to be greater tomorrow than you were today. Amen. Your, neck, your, your ladder will be greater than your path. Have any David's in the house? Will you stand with me if you say, Pastor Steve, I'm gonna take the charge. I'm gonna be a David. I'm gonna prophesy. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the giant down. And as I do, I'm gonna watch as men of God, as the army of Israel, men that have that have laid down their battle gear, that have laid down their sword of the spirit, their helmet of salvation, their 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 shield of faith, they've laid it down. I'm gonna I, as as I begin to proclaim the victory over this situation or over the things in my life, others are gonna say, I'm gonna pick up my sword again. I'm gonna pick up my shield. I'm gonna do what the God has called me to do in this season in my life. Father, thank you. Thank you for David. Thank you for the Davids in this place who say, it's time to take it back. It's to the kingdom suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. It's time to take it back. We're taking back what the enemy stole. We're taking back what the enemy has, has taunted the church with and the people of God with. We're taking it back. We're taking it back, Father. I see this tent having to be enlarged, Father. Having to be enlarged all the way back to the green gate because of the, the alumni that's coming. Because one person, one David is going to step up to one alumni who's laid down their sword, laid down their shield, laid down their, their helmet of salvation. I see that they're, they're, this tent will be full of alumni. There'll be This is 270. I believe this is a tithe of what's going to happen. Amen. When people begin to come back to God, when David's begin to rise up and say, I'll take that giant down for you, brother. I'll take that giant down for you, sister. You've been beat up long enough. I'm going to come out on the scene and I'm going to show that giant who's really boss. It's not me because I can't do nothing in my strength, but it's God who does all things through his strength. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Once again, thank you for choosing our podcast today. We hope that you're comforted, encouraged, and strengthened in the Lord today because of it. Don't forget to subscribe, though. It's easy. Just go to wherever you're listening right now and click subscribe. God bless you today.